the Forever Exiled. <laughs> I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Mazzaro from the, uh, what do they call it? You normally, if you're from somewhere, you, you know what it's called. And I'm Mazzaro from the Trials Lab that everybody hates, <laughs> and you're welcome. Also known as Tyler. Wrecker of Days. Wrecker, Wrecker of Days, yes. Uh, episode 222, and we've got Sexy Tyler today. Yes, you do. It, but you know what? What? what greater day to have sexy tie than on a rep digit episode? That's right. We're not going to have another one of these. That's right. The last one we had was 111 episodes ago. Yep. And now we have 111 more episodes to go. Look at you, Beth. Yeah, math. Math. Hey. I was going to say another 2,000 episodes because I was thinking 2222. Two, two, two. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. Almost offended all the other ones. <laughs> so right. it's the only one that matters. How you doing? I'm good. Sorry, I'm late today. This is the first time our, I can't even think of the last time our whole family slept in. Our girls came in, they're like, eh, it's 835, we slept in. And we're like, what the frick, how? How did no alarms go off? I don't know how, but. Why did your kid, why do your kids care? There's no school today. What are they? Well, because they know we both have stuff to do and we got to work and they're off to their uh, grandma's house to Christina's parents' place, so. It's also they just see that it's 830 and nobody's up. That's not normal. So gotcha. anyway, uh, episode 222 forever exiled. Welcome, everybody. Patrons, big shout out. We love your faces. Thanks, everybody who resubbed up this week. Patreon gets you access to After Dark. It's our podcast after the podcast. And this week, it's a special episode. We are back. It's been it's been asked for. Tyler has bugged me and it's back. We are doing a wives and friends episode tonight. So that's going to be After Dark this week. Should be fun. Thank you, patrons. We love your faces. Yeah, How nothing was, like celebrating a rep digit with, with, with your loved ones with and your family. Ones. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so much Watch, fun. We're going to be so annoyed by the end of it. We're going to hate them so much. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be another however many episodes it's been almost. Well, it's like it was a it's very like, early episode. It's like 150 did. episodes yeah. ago. Uh, how was your well, week? Uh, well, um, You're, you sound sick. I did. I my house has been just a cesspool of nasty since the beginning of November. Right, my kids have been crazy sick and whatever. Uh, my wife's been sick on and off. She gets this, then, you know, she's fine. And, you know, the kids stay sick, so she gets it again. And I finally got it. Mm-hmm. I finally got it. So, uh, and I didn't realize this, but I've never, I don't remember the last time I actually took up my temperature. I see the doctor so often. So they're always checking your oh, temperature okay. on the forehead sure. or wherever, seeing what you're like. But for myself, I've never actually taken, every time I've been sick, which... You don't just put the hand on the forehead. It like, seem eh, seems fine. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I took my temperature the other day and I don't know. It was like, man, I can't actually tell you the last time I remember this feeling of actually doing this. Hmm. I had a temperature of 38, a nice low temperature. We but I actually had a fever. Do you guys do Celsius? It's so weird. We do Fahrenheit for some reason for temperatures for our like kids. So when yeah, it you're switches weird. to Celsius, we're like Googling. <laughs> so yeah but no i have this azaro voice so all week even though it like it makes me cough when i do it Mm -hmm. i'm like whoa the weary traveler draws near (laughs) or whatever it is and then every now and then just to make fun of gg even though i'm completely by myself in the kitchen i have other family members that can probably hear me but then i'll pretend that there's like two people with me oh yes and double it up whoa whoa the the weary weary traveler travel mm-hmm. and uh anyway no man that was that's like my week my kids are still sick oh, my kids dang. are still getting it's been oh it's they're still getting fevers wow that's crazy on the fever side because i know the cold sticks around for like weeks right 
But my kids, my daughter has been getting a fever every day for over a week and a half. It's nuts. But there's nothing bacterial going on. There's nothing that there's nothing else. It's it's all viral. Wow. It's insane. She might not be ready to go back to school. She like her whole Christmas break. Dang. She was sick. That sucks. She couldn't even like sit down and play with her new toys that she got because you go back in half an hour later and she's asleep. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's just been a sick, sick time off. But I mean, like everybody's fine. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like there's nothing to complain about. It's not, those aren't complaints. Like we have a warm house. We have a dry house. Thank goodness. You know what I mean? All it is is our colds or flus. It's not anything serious. Like we're visiting a hospital lots and concerned about anything. As far as we know, I mean, Violet's going to need to get checked out soon. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so no, we're, uh, we are doing well. My wife is homesick from work today as well. She came home early yesterday as well. So it's a good thing I didn't Damn have any of my hussies around, you know. <laughs> but um, that yeah, no, we're good, man. We're good. And uh, you guys slept in, but how are you? Oh, good. It's been, yeah, We happy New Year's to everybody. We did our New Year's party, had people over. That was fun. Everybody uh, stayed puke-free this year. I think everybody chilled out a little bit with the drinks because of last year. What happened last year? All, everybody got sick except me and Ryan. Mm. Every single person was puking. Uh, so yeah, yeah, thanks for visiting at two thirty in the morning. By the way, that <laughs> yeah, was I great went for a walk. That was fun. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> gone drunk. I I took it easy too. But yeah, it was. Uh, I, it, it did actually wreck my back though. Dude, making all the drinks, like being at the bar, and I, I don't know if it's just the bent over whatever. The first uh, the next morning, my back was awful and lasted through the week. So. That, that kind of sucked, but my week was fine. It was actually the first time that like between Christmas and the New Year's, I actually chilled work-wise and did very little. There was a little bit I had to do, but very, very little. I didn't think too much about work, which was really nice, but I was laughing at Christina. It's the first time I've ever had time where I've, you know, our office is semi-closed, not really open. And then when we're coming up to a, when we're going to be back and going at it, where I was like, I don't really, I'm enjoying this chill. And normally I'm like, all right. Let's get back to it. This, this was the first time where I was like, ah, I could use another week, but yeah, no, it was, it's been a, it's been a good week. It was, uh, just a lot of hanging out and opening things for the kids, playing with stuff, playing PoE. Um, yeah. And then just back to work. So it's been good. It's been a good week. All right. And I see you're wearing a t-shirt that says that's from my mom. Your mom My spent mom some got big me money on that Christmas. Hey? She, yeah, she's like, they had them at the bay. Uh, it's a Mercedes. Uh, AMG t-shirt. Patronus t-shirt. Yeah. So, and it's, it's shiny black. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Black on a, black. That was a gift from my mom for Christmas. But uh, yeah, you know what? Good week overall. It's been, it's been uh, fun. And Good. we're at episode 222. I Just speaking about, so like, our our podcast in general and you know it's been a lot of fun oh i have to say on discord this past week i don't remember when it was this past week or the week before i saw one of the coolest pictures one of the pictures i loved it probably more than any it it rivals the our sticker at xlcon but Uh it was a it was a picture of two individuals from our discord the back of their heads who met through our discord which is so cool like that they're they're just poe dudes that play and they live nearby or so i don't know what led to this but they actually hung out and they took a picture forever exiled style with the 
back of their heads. It was one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen. I showed it to my wife. I was like, this is amazing. Like, I just think that's, that's right. so cool that people have actually made friends and, and hung out through through the Discord. So that's super cool. But mm -hmm. I did spend some time this week doing something that I've never done before. And it was, of course, a, a nice little, you know, like our first YouTube video that we did, right? Back of the head. Yeah, with Tarky, where we did the backs, backs of our head. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, but I went through, um, I went through Reddit. I don't remember why. Maybe I was drinking one evening. I'm not really sure, but that's probably what would lead me to Reddit. But I was reading through past, because you, you post our stuff every, every week to Reddit. And so I was looking through past comments, like going back from old comments to new comments from regarding Forever XL. There, you know, things where people have talked about us. And it's really Smart funny. man, Justin. Smart man. Well, uh, yeah, I... It, Things don't really bother me, so I find them more amusing than anything when, you know, somebody is negative. I don't, I would prefer them not, but it's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't upset me, but it's really funny going back and seeing comments that have slowly dissipated. Because I have to say, most people now are primarily positive because the people who are negative have realized it just doesn't matter. It doesn't affect anything. It doesn't change anything. But I loved reading all of the stuff that were like, oh, they talk about, <laughs> they talk about. Oh, they're not even Path of Exile. They talk about their lawns. Like, oh, it takes forever to get to the real stuff. But it was funny reading through this progression of of comments that. Sorry, I'm just gonna make a note there. Uh, I, I'm gonna be coughing a oh, lot. So gonna be coughing if, a lot. So I if I notes. cough while Justin's chatting, he's got to pause. You gotta hear me just type write it down. But uh, my apologies. I should get my notepad, my my uh, Forever Exile notepad. That's what I should do instead. But it was funny reading through them and seeing this progression of those those comments slowly disappearing, and to the point where it started to get to people joking about how that they love that part of it. Or of course, I it, I, I am there for the lawn talk, not the Path of Exile talk. But my my one of the funniest ones that I saw was i don't remember how we were referenced in it but they were talking about path of exile podcast in general and, and one of the comments that somebody said was i'm not going to get it exact because i can't remember it exact but the idea was talking about forever exiled you know they're the i don't i don't it was the the something to the effect of the most most consistent or the most episodes or something to that effect but uh they're i can't remember exactly how they they worded it but something to the effect of like oh they but they do too much personal talk and they talk to each other about their kids and their schools and riding bikes and lawns. And then, you know, there's they, and then they eventually get to POE. So it's not really for me. And I was laughing when I read that because I was like, they kind of answered their own like complaint within their own comment, which is you don't do 222 episodes. If we came into this, we're like, all right, let's get into POE 12 max. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> Like, especially in a four month cycle, if well, all, if you're going weekly, yeah, you need to, it needs to be your life and the only thing you do to come up with content and you have to be actually changing the content There's you're gotta be personally new. playing yeah. over and over to reinvigorate yeah. some conversation or some sort of subject that'll put mm -hmm. you down some sort of rabbit hole. I just love the idea of like, well, they put out the most episodes, but you know, they talk to each other about real life and that's not cool. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Anyway, it was yeah. very fun to see the progression, though, of comments becoming much more like, yeah, I'm there for the lawn talk. I did have a couple people, quote unquote, banned from posting on us, though, because there were some people that were early oh, yeah. on in our days. They Do you think they're actually banned or they've just given up? Because I feel like at uh, this point you've probably given up. 
I'm sure some of them were give give it gave up, but I when you submit some sort of harassment complaint to oh, okay. Reddit or YouTube, they normally say, "Hey, based on this, this sure, was sure. done or this was done." They don't oh, give okay. specifics. They don't always even tell you which one it was referring to if you right. have multiples that you've done. Hmm. But, yeah, yeah. It, I I feel like that a lot of those people though have figured out that the complaining that we need to get into the POE talk have figured out that. <laughs> That, that complaint has fallen short. It's not happening. This is where Tyler and I catch up. It's our fun time. Just the two of us. It is just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Every week. So you want to talk about our lawns, Just? Um, you know, my mom actually said to me, she came, she took the kids out to Chuck E. Cheese. And uh, she says, boy, your lawn's not looking good. I'm like, yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> I'm like, the stupid, because we had the grubs, which then got the raccoons, which has then led to the crows. And I've just left it because I can't do anything till February. Like, realistically, there's nothing I can do to try and fix it until probably the, not worth it till March anyway. Right. I, the weather's going to have to clean up. I've got to be able to treat the lawn first for the grubs. Then I'm going to have to reseed and whatever. So, but she's like, yeah, you haven't really been talked about on your podcast. I'm like, well, I have mentioned that it looks like trash and that the raccoons wrecked it. But that's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, mom. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for my lawn. Awesome. It was it's nice to meet green. your. It was nice to meet your mom. Oh yeah, she crashed our our new. Well, Z I mean, I've met her of course before, but it was nice to see her. It was nice to see her again. I haven't yep. seen her in a long time. She came by for a drink, and then I got a picture of her later that night, and she was done. She had one one drink. <laughs> She wanted a drink, but she didn't want to say the name of it because Chris came up with the name of this particular drink and he called it the nut sucker. And Mm. it was very alcoholic. And uh, it was your mom had a good nut sucker and then she was out. She was out. She was passed out. I said, were you fine in the morning? She's like, yeah, but that was a bit for me. (laughs) I'm like, I warned you. Uh, Anyway, let's get into POE stuff. Let's. uh, Hey, so this week um, Mm -hmm. from our community, Mr. Phil met uh someone called master fisherman krilson oh i saw that i've never seen that i saw the picture thank you for the screenshot by the way because it's awesome to always see one of the weirdest things in the game to me is that one of the rarest like i i met mr krilson like maybe in my sixth or twelfth hour i don't know of playing the game neat never knew anything about it later on i discover it's probably the rarest thing you can find in the game Mm mm-hmm absolute rare so congratulations to mr phil and i I wonder like they're definitely going to have something like that in path of exile too sure but i wonder if they're going to add more value to it like mr phil was talking about like what's the quest progress like if i actually had a fishing rod and if i actually had this you know if if you go through what is it you have a fishing rod and then there's the albino roe feather right right what do you get i don't think it's anything though right i don't think so and then even if like because you have to actually carry that stuff around Mm -hmm. and there might i forget this might be old wiki news but you might actually have to be wearing one of the tricorn hat as well oh really the pirate looking hat and but the fact that it hasn't like the reward itself, the value of that reward isn't really well known as something like a mirror of Kalanj is quite rare, but people you know are aware is. of it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I just always maybe is there it's even epic something with this Krillson. Like, is there maybe nobody's ever actually completed it or figured it out? Wouldn't that be weird? I think that would be awesome. Personally, right. 
I mean, it kind of sucks if you're asking someone to carry around like a three by two item mm-hmm. every single map for something that has a one in 1000 chance of happening. Well, I assume but you could go back and get it and then come back. No, to- he's gone. He does not stay in the out. instance. Yep. Get out. You're gone. Really? He's gone. Yep. You cannot oh. portal back. What? Really? When you, yep. It's it's not an instance based thing. It's like a moment. I don't know what they describe it as, but it's a, it's a moment based thing. Oh. The second you leave and come back, he's gone. gone. Like if you stay in the map, it's not about fog of war or distance. Sure. If you stay in the map, he stays. Walk around, good, fine. Come back to it. But if you portal out, grab your stuff, and come back, Krilson's gone. Get out! I didn't you have that. to be ready for Krilson. I don't know what happens if you just stand there and then a buddy that you're playing with is like, hey, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, and then they portal yeah, out and sure. come back with something sure. and then you're all like, oh, like, good day, mate, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever it is that you would say to Mr. Krilson. Um, I've never seen him in thousands and thousands of maps. I've never seen him. Yeah. So that's crazy. Anyway, congratulations, cool. Mr. Phil. And yep. uh, someone else who is. I mean, not from our community, <laughs> jerks. Uh, but no, well, I we found this know. on Reddit. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, this was on Reddit, and it was Wessam McHale on mm-hmm. Reddit mm-hmm. posted, who did this? Explain yourself, exile. And so this is one of those mm, tier 17 maps that you have. Valdo maps from the Valdo treasure box. Yeah. And it says, all it is, so, I mean, you get a foil headhunter. Now, mm-hmm. I personally don't care for the reward. It's just... This map is amazing. Area contains three additional packs of four map bosses. Mm-hmm. So you're doing 12 map bosses plus the boss. That's amazing. That's actually scary in Cemetery because it's in the Cemetery map. Cemetery map is a very small design. Like it's not, it's not a super huge, it's not a super huge map tile set. So right. you could very easily be fighting more than four at one time. Now, it is magic. That is the only mod. So all the other enemies aren't getting extra projectiles, extra AOE, anything like that, which is nice. No, you know, damage conversion. But still, I responded. It's a pretty with, sweet map for a, that for is, a headhunter. <laughs> that's my dream map, man. Mm-hmm. That is just so good. So, so good. It's actually a great one, though, if you are chasing the headhunter or the, you know, like those hard sure. to find uniques like. That is actually a pretty sweet and there's no void your character. I've been really confused with a lot of these Valdo maps that people because people paid to have those designed, right? Like that was part of the, the top tier pack. I, I don't understand why some people made their map choices so difficult for such terrible uniques. Like it just seems mm-hmm. odd to me because you get to pick all of that stuff. But I was like, why would I pick a map that is just going to be pure torture and risk voiding my character for like abated breath like there's just it, it just seems odd to me that that some people chose to go the way that they went but it is what it is it's it's kind of like somebody who doesn't like reddit and goes on reddit and the reason is alcohol yeah it makes no sense <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah no i'm surprised how many voids there are but mm. it's funny how many times, like, I, I guess the only time I'd see yellow text about it when I'm playing in the game is because they are level 100. But yep. yeah, I guess a lot of people are like, meh, screw it. I'm 100. How, I'm fine. How, when it says when someone dies in those voided maps, it'll say like, you know, so-and-so level 100 died and was sent to the void. And but it will say player one on the ladder. Like, h- yeah. how is it determined which level 100 is is 
is better than the place. other. Totally. Yeah. First come, first serve, maybe. Like, is it actually that? Like, is there something that determines that? Well, something has to. There's no way that if you refresh the list, it would be a different person at louder on um, number one. So maybe time. it's just based on who, like, who got there first. Is there maybe I, there's some that time? would be my assumption that it would be mm -hmm. first come, first serve. Yeah, and th that would make sense too, right? Well, yeah, it's just Vin, because. It's, do you think it's possible that every level 100 would, if any level 100 dies? in one of those it would give you that message because i have seen some names that are very funny because they're very specific to the idea of you're not going to avoid this one and die at level 100 and it say that you know uh first place on the ladder has died and i was like how i wonder if just any level 100 dies that's the message it will send you know what i don't know because i'm looking at the ladder right now and it doesn't have rank one 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 it does do rank one two three four five and everybody's a hundred but because then you would also this and sorry i don't know no it's okay i don't know chris wilson at all and i'm looking at this and i remember him saying like 100 should be impossible Maybe not this league man one or two people not, not this like, league. honestly There's not any league hundreds. but i'm looking through and like i'm on page four there's 500 hundreds there would be hundreds. This is the easiest, easiest league oh my ever goodness. to get to page, 100. I'm glad I clicked. Page 150 is still loaded with the hundreds. Yeah, this is the easiest league ever to get 100. So that's right now. And there's more, of course, because yep. this is just where the page stops tracking. But there are 15,100s in the normal Affliction League. Yeah, and I feel like they all have to count as first place if they die. Because there's no way... That it's the person who just happened to most recently or to, to the oldest one to get it because then you could potentially never ever see the message if the one person just decides to never ever play again after they hit 100 and they happen to be first place so it's got to be that if you're level 100 it would say that message which is fun because at least you see it mm -hmm. oh my goodness yeah dude it's the there's it, 259 the, hundreds in hardcore yeah it doesn't surprise me like if you I mean, uh, temporary talking, leagues, a temporary league, right? right? Let it come, let it go. Have a great time. Break the game with harvest. Have a good time. Just don't make it core. Oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, I'll, we'll talk about it this week when we get into our weeks in POE. But like this is definitely this is the league to easily get to 100 if you want to. Anyway, what mm -hmm. do we got this week in POE? Otherwise, well, there was the talent competition. OK, cool. Uh, oh, like the announcement of it. Sorry, yes, they the okay. the winners. Uh, sorry, that's not. They didn't say the title of it. The thing didn't say that it was actually for the winners. Uh, yeah, so they sent out the uh, prizes for all the winners for the talent competition that they had. Uh, I like these these stats. Right, we were talking about tiny bit of this last. Wait, week no, no. With, what? Sorry, sorry. The the talent. They're announcing the talent competition that's starting now. Oh, did I get and these are the prizes? Yeah, this is for Affliction's talent competition. My mistake. Sorry. Yeah. So the, we're gonna start seeing obviously some art stuff come through and. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, they did a retrospective of the PoE community, so some of the sweet finds or cosplay cosplays, and cool. yep, all the way back to the convention too, which is awesome. Sweet. There was one patch notes this week, mm -hmm. and it fixed one thing: mm -hmm. fixed a bug where the howl of the wolf passive skill on the primalist caused life force to drop an additional time from harvest encounters in the Viridian Wildwood. Yep. I mean, good. There's other things I'd like to see patched, but that <laughs> is nope, good. That's all it needed. That's all they need. 
Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're aware of it. It just takes time. Just, just takes time. Oh, well, we're coming out of a holiday, too. So. That's true. Now, I like this stuff. I like stats, annual stats, monthly stats, weekly stats. I'm a spreadsheet freak. So they came out with their 2023 retrospective. And so this year, because they've typically been doing four-month leagues now, they had Crucible, Ancestor, and Affliction. Mm-hmm. They had 321,000 peak players on the main realm at once. That broke their record by 50,000, which is crazy. Yeah, it's a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had 430, well, 436,000 peak viewers on Twitch. I wonder when that was during. Exalcon, maybe? Uh, no, to me, that would have been ancestor like the announcement for it you think that got yeah. more than xlcon xlcon 2 i feel like xlcon 2 would have been pretty high i mean i don't yeah. know but yeah. i would have thought that would have been one of the highest but i don't know yeah anyway i yeah probably probably but then there's also the remember and now this is old news we're not trying to rehash it but then there was all that hype about what is it people are rushing home for from xlcon that's true and that mm-hmm. was ancestor yeah. But you're probably right that um, XLCon probably got it. I would have it. thought that would draw their biggest. Up their until biggest. the beta announcement. Then the numbers, I'd love to see those numbers go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Not, like, um, not from, like, I wouldn't love that for GGG's side, but just as somebody who those curiosity. numbers impact. Yeah. Uh, and then they have listed a whole bunch of stats as well. But it was really, uh, really cool. Congratulations, GGG, on what seems to be a very successful year. It was a pleasure to be a part of it, but it's really cool to see you completely grow and grow. And as fans of your game, we're happy that you are. Mm-hmm. Also, Deadeye was the most popular Ascendancy class in 2023. Cool. That's sweet. I like the numbers too. It's fun. Yeah. 185,000 Weta Pets. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, and then um, Jonathan and Mark have been quite busy with PoE2 promo and interviews. Jonathan was and Mark were on with Crip, or I think it was just Jonathan with Crip, and then Jonathan and Mark, I'm getting it all mixed up, we're on with uh, Gazzy and Darth Microtransactions, who's the big D4 player who's really getting into Path of Exile. Cool. Uh, so then they did some more there. So there was, just between those two, um, almost three and a half hours of interview. Did you watch and- them? I'm in the process of going through them. Talkative Try on YouTube does tries TRI does a very good job at summarizing a lot of it. Okay. Um, and they actually don't. It's not like they summarize and cut out things that you wish you heard or things sure. that you know you feel like you miss out. They do a very good and thorough job, kind of reading between the lines of some things as well. So definitely cool. check out check out Talkative Try's stuff if you don't have the time for that. I'm trying to slowly go through the live content anyway, even after seeing Talkative Try's videos because. I want to kind of get the the first person explanation for why this is there and all that. And so I'll let you fill me in. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I am writing down whenever it is that you're in the mood for it. Um, I have some stuff that just a whole path of exile to thing loaded with stuff. If you just want to drag anything in for any episode, feel free to. Um, but you know how I've been quite skeptical with path of exile Two. you know, like I'm more willing to talk about path of exile Two than you are. You're excited for PoE 2, but you don't care about anything they say now because it's still so far away that they could change anything. So nothing that they say today really matters, right? Mm -hmm. So we get that. For me, I'm, I guess, just as excited, but I've been giving off and I I have been 
Uh, I'm very skeptical towards PoE 2, just with the attitude that they've had to PoE 1. I'm, I've mentioned quite a few times how skeptical I am that within six months of PoE 2 being out, it's going to be in the same state as PoE 1. Mm -hmm. Sure, different gameplay, different mechanics, but it'll be in the same state, right? Because of how PoE 1 is managed. But after listening to the majority of the interview with DM and Gazi, uh, a lot of that skepticism is gone. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was really, uh, really I, You sent me a clip. I did watch part, part of a clip, but, but I messaged Tyler back and I'm probably being a bit of a turd about it, but not purposefully. I just, it, I feel like every time I read something or I hear something, it's like, well, maybe we could do that. Oh, we could look into that. And that's why I don't want to know about it or hear about it because that doesn't yeah. mean jack squat. Like there's been a lot of times if you look through the past, like since the first XL con that maybe we'll do this or this is what we're going to do. And it's changed every time. So you know, a developer saying, yeah, maybe we could look into that or we'd like to do this doesn't mean anything because that doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's not uh, uh, closer to the beta time is when I'll start to feel some excitement towards PoE2. What what was it that I sent to you? Uh, like, I remember it was 10 seconds. It was uh, it was with Crip. Hang on. Let me let me listen to it just. To... Uh, so right. So it? I know. So I obviously know where your stance is with PoE2. Uh, but the reason that I sent it to you is because you have consistently mentioned that the Atlas Passive Tree is your favorite part of Path of oh, Exile. That's you right. think that's it's just it amazing. And so I sent you just a small clip. Um, the what you heard wasn't relevant to the question in terms of you. Like, we don't care if you can edit maps. That was the question. Mm -hmm. Can you edit maps in Path of Exile 2? You and I don't care about that. Um, or if you can. <laughs> make it <laughs> make it so that the user knows what they're doing unlike age of empires 4 when we went to go into our map creator we're like ah no. yeah no <laughs> <laughs> but you'd need multiple Too tutorials dumb for, that. for that one that's right <laughs> so um yeah but no but it, it was answered there's going to be some there's not going to be an atlas passive tree but there's going to be something very similar to the atlas passive tree which Great. to to uh, to us that was just me sending that to you basically like yeah the atlas passive tree is in it it's just going to accommodate the new mapping system then there's so they're not calling you know it's just like a name change that's which again accommodate the new cool system. to hear so, but it means so little because we don't know anything so like sure i, I don't know why i find that I, it was cool and i did continue to listen to a little bit more and that's when i was like they talked about cross-platform, but again, it was maybe's, could be's, who knows, we'd like to. Sure. And I was like, this, this doesn't help. <laughs> I think what they might be looking for, though, like it is interesting, and I'm very thankful for all the FaceTime both Mark and Jonathan are, are putting into those that are currently excited for Path of Exile 2 and answering questions and going through. Um, it is odd timing to do so when there's a whole lot of maybes to throw out there. There's mm -hmm. still a lot from a lot of the questions that they've been asked where it's like, we'd, we, we would like to talk about this, but um, we'll have to talk about that at another time. Meaning they know the answer, but promo material is coming out soon, right? One of the big ones was the witch and minions are going to be one of their next promo materials that they're going to be showing to us. So cool. they weren't answering a lot of questions about minions. Gazi was huge on minions with his conversation. So that was really exciting for me. They really hit lots on item weight and filters and a whole bunch of stuff that it was just, it's been really, really interesting. But I think part of the reason that Jonathan and, and Mark are showing themselves so much at a stage where things are so, well, maybe we're not sure yet. We haven't gotten to that stage yet is they're 
really interested in our feedback. I, I think that's part of it. I think they're looking for some feedback to see what players like if there's like a massive onrush of no way, don't do that. You know, maybe something that they could possibly be overlooking from Path of Exile one that, you know, I mean, people accidentally take for granted, like creators accidentally take for granted. So I did think that's anyone, a part of it. Did anyone ask them what happened to gold? Uh, you know what? I might have to correct myself on the past one. I'm unless they were using old footage, you know, sometimes when people are interviewing somebody, they'll have like just game clips going on on a third screen elsewhere. Um, I saw lots of gold on those ones. And so they might be older clips, but I thought I they were they, newer clips. So maybe well, the newest I was, ones we've seen. There was no gold. That's why I was curious. OK, no, nobody. Uh, there was talk about gold um, and how they were talking about gold. Yeah, it still exists in the game. Uh, they were talking about what its value is going to be long term and short term, because sure, its original design is to help you as you're leveling. But then it's also they haven't completely decided on what it's going to be yet and how you can turn it in. But it's going to have a, it's not six going months to, be, to make these decisions. Well, the beta is going to be at least six months, they said. Yeah, which is that that part's actually surprising to me, because if they came out June or July, I wouldn't have expected a six month beta, because then that means they're not doing a. Christmas. for 25 mm -hmm. right so then what's your prime time like normally people are very picky about when the release date is if well, you that puts have into february right so if you have a six month plus six seven eight nine month beta even if it is just a six month you're not going to be ready in time for christmas so if you have that long of a beta do you actually just wait until next to christmas feel like that's too long I feel like a six month beta is way too long. I don't, I mean, it was different with Path of Exile 1 because it was the first one. It stayed in its beta while you played it. You knew it was coming out, but that's all you played. The idea now of having a six month beta seems way too long for me. Uh, it, it, it's odd because Path of Exile is just so different, right? Like it is deep, it is complicated, and you really don't want to screw up. The depth and complexity on release you know what i, I mean agree. With, and and yeah but how do you need six months though like i don't understand how they can't do that in a single league in a three-month period get some understanding because my my assumption would be if you do a six-month beta i know I, I feel like i heard something or saw something that there were potentially not all classes were going to be available in the beta yeah uh, right that makes you think that you're doing more late game alpha testing like alpha stuff. beta yeah. right I so know. i mean we'll, the we'll stuff see what that, happens but the, the the classes that'll be left out will be the ones that are a little bit more typical not the new stuff like you're not going to have stuff like the druid that's not going to be in the beta you're going to have something like a, a class like the duelist or something or the elementalist something that isn't relatively new to the game you know what I mean? Something that they can just look at numbers and be like, okay, yeah, I think we're going to be fine with that. Based on how these people are using spells over here with the new sorceress, the elementalist, who knows if it's even going to be an elementalist, you know, the elementalist is relatively similar. Those tweaks on those spells, okay, we're going to be fine. But yeah, it does seem like a very long time for a beta, especially, especially because, be well, for me, betas are always about like, sure, there might be some design philosophies that need to be tweaked when you get thousands of people playing it for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. That's something that we both understand. Your testing team of 12 people just can't do on their mm -hmm. own progressively without cheats. And that's just not proper testing. So it makes sense. But then 
Normally, beta testing is just like every other bug is getting ignored and just find those crashes. You know what I mean? Like nothing's changing. Find those crashes. Get out there. Destroy the game. Let us know what you find. And then every other bug is like, bye, 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 getting shipped. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it'll be curious to see how it comes out in June or July, because if they got if they're going to roll a six month beta, my hope would be when they release the beta, there's also a firm date for the release of the game. Yeah. Like playing a, a beta for six months and then potentially having another four to six months while they fix the things that they I don't know it'll it'll be interesting to see it was just so different with PoE one because PoE one you understood you were playing the beta towards its full release but it didn't matter because there wasn't an alternative there wasn't something else you were playing whereas if you put people through a six month beta of PoE two what does that do to your player base in PoE one where you need people to play the league and to be paying the money and like who I don't see people going through a beta of PoE two and buying um packages or something within a beta yeah. so I, I don't know it'll be interesting to see because also then how much what's the development look like going into your poe one leagues if you're running such a long poe two beta because i would assume they think most people would probably lean towards playing poe two it's new whatever but it's six month of void right everything you everything you get in that beta will be voided so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But this is another reason why I find it a little bit frustrating to talk about it, because it's there's still so many questions behind it. And sometimes I feel like the questions we're asking aren't questions we should be asking. We should just be waiting to hear. Like, that's why I would rather them not do anything until we're closer to it. And they tell us versus us going, but what about this? But what about that? Anyway, I understand. I understand. So that last little POE2 thing, because we were talking beta, if you get offered a beta key, are you playing? Yeah, of course I'll play it. I don't know that I would play it for six months. I, but maybe I would. I don't know. But yeah, of course I will. Yeah, that would be silly to say that I wouldn't. Like, I, I am very excited to eventually play PoE 2. It's just that right now I feel like I end up with way more questions than answers when I hear about PoE 2 or read about PoE 2 or talk about PoE 2. And I don't feel like they're questions I feel like we should be asking because I, 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 to be honest, I actually don't even understand the tr- the attempt to build hype for PoE two right now. I don't. I I think that that's not the best decision to try and build up hype for PoE two six months away from a beta with so many questions and things that they can't answer, things that they don't have an answer for, or they can't answer, or whatever it is. Build the hype up a month or two before beta, and the goal like, hey, here's our like right now they're doing these things without even a release date. They're not saying, hey, June fourteenth, you're playing. We're excited. This is what's coming, blah, blah, blah. But this is no different than XLCon 1 announcement of PoE 2. Like, there's, no, there's no end date to this conversation yet. And that's where I would, I would rather see them build up hype when there's a date or closer to it. I'll probably feel a lot different in four months, you know, when we're hitting the, the end of the school year, getting towards when this beta is and we've got a firm date. That's when I probably will get a little bit more hyped up for it. Right now, I can't. I for me it doesn't work so i i i totally hear you i totally hear you the weary traveler draws near must i do everything myself gold is the most liberating of all metals Fifty-one thirty. we back we're back so an unintentional conversation about path of xl2 and its beta and even though justin and i personally don't really care about what's said about Path of Exile 2 in the meantime, because it's just too far away. We would still most of both definitely 
be a part of the beta closed beta yeah so it's probably mm-hmm. got some nda stuff so interesting podcast when it. all were there's no way they do an nda don't think so their pu- no Mm-mm. and it'll be streamable i i fully expect that it will be a wide open thing it's just that it will be limited to who can mm. how many people can play it but yeah that i can't imagine them doing anything private with it now they better not at least that's alpha shit don't don't bring that stuff into a beta just ruins I the will play it if we can't talk about it it does ruin the hype though like unless you're gonna have a half month break from the beta to the release of the game it really does ruin hype yeah you know and what if I you want to build so, the hype you better make sure streamers can play it while they stream hmm. otherwise they're not going to play it they can't they need to be able to play something they can stream so they can make money hmm. so, uh, now before we move on to this ah, on to, before we move on to sorry trello stuff this <laughs> week in pue um you know we how i was talking about how it seems like jonathan uh, right negative frags on the poe2 reddit seems like he is reading everything and he's commenting on like the smallest little comments and so on some of the bigger things it it really does seem like he is reading it um in Mm -hmm. one of the interviews that he did he commented on something that i brought up on Mm -hmm. remember when he's like what's your opinion about minions remember i was talking about this a couple then so i had a big long post about it not Mm -hmm. expecting it to gain anything but in hopes that it was eventually going to be read even though it was quite long and he brought up one of the points from it. Now, whether it was from my post or not, doesn't matter because it's always been something that's driven me nuts. And that's that minions have a spell. One of the many things that drives me nuts about Path of Exile 1 is the fact that the tagging system has a lot of if, ands, or buts associated to it. And so, for example, minions having a spell tag, well, it has a spell tag, so increasing spell damage should technically improve the damage of the minion, which it doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the comments. And Jonathan brought that up in one of his interviews about, you know, making things easier for new players, a lot more clear so they don't have to re- be more dependent on third party sources, have as much in the game as possible without making it unfun with too much reading. So it was neat because he used that specific point of, you know, spell tag with minions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was in a, like that it would be better. Right, yeah, like that's some like that's an example of something that they're going to be improving for Path of Exile too, so that new players have. I think it was in the Gazzy DM interview, and that seems uh, to make sense. Yeah, so that that was exciting to me because that very specific example has driven me nuts since the dawn of time. So sure. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, why don't we just get into Poe One? I mean, you've had a pretty phenomenal you. Nah, you go first, man. You go first. No, I went first last week. You do your Did thing. You? I yeah. listened to last week. Yeah. Tell me about your week. What'd you do? I did a lot of theory crafting this week. Um, okay. My wife was using the computer a lot more this week, right? She was sick lots. Sims. And so, yeah, she was simsing and doing other things. And so uh, she was on the computer a lot. So I didn't have a chance to progress my character as much. But I was also really tired and sleeping sure. like crazy. Like last night, I went to bed at 8, expecting to wake up at 10, get a couple hours of gaming in, and then fall back asleep. Nope, just slept till 8. 8 nice. to 8. And but I've had a pretty crazy week, two weeks, I don't know, of just going to town on a couple of ideas. Like I'm the the tr- the transfigured gems and how some of the original skills have changed, obviously zombies for me, but and then the reaper as well, but then coming out with the transfigured gems, like that just changing core gems really changes a lot for people that are interested in those gems, right? You're like starting from scratch almost. I mean, the tree is the same, but you're like, man, you have to consider yeah, so plays. much more. Sure. In terms of supports and, 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 and different jewels and gems and all that kind of stuff. So 
I've been going pretty nuts in my mind about all the different things that I could be doing with the skills that have always interested me. Uh, so I had the idea of automatically like, I, you know, I'm, I'm enjoy the elementalist for the automatically respawning golems. And that to me is exciting when it comes to the Reaper, because then, you know, I don't have to use summon phantasms. And then I like the idea. Then I was also playing with the idea of, um, what's it called? Minion instability with golems that automatically respawn because golems just have a huge amount of life, even without life investment. So I was like, okay, they have a four second cooldown. How do you go with that? You know, you don't, do I want Infernal Legion on them? Are they going to die fast enough if I don't have Infernal Legion on them? You know, so do I get that extra node where, yes, I get that extra golem, but they're immune to elemental damage, you know, weighing a whole bunch of things that only gameplay can tell for you. And so going through a whole bunch of different stuff. And then I'm playing through with a Reaper build on a Necromancer. And it's basically the exact same build that I'm using for my Elementalist, right? So Reaper build, Elementalist, auto-spawning golems. Reaper build, Necromancer, exact same build except for golems. Like the gems, obviously, it's not the exact same build, but it's the exact same tree. All the supports are the same with the exception of making up for the missing golems. So the Reaper's now consuming summon phantasms. Going back and forth, and my Necromancer is just so tanky. So, so, mm. so, 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 so tanky. And then I come back and I play the Elementalist with the Reaper or the Reaper with the Elementalist. And it's the exact same map, same enemy, right? Like I'm portaling in and out. I'm using up all my portals to like, okay, sweet. Here's an enemy that's taking a while. Okay, I'll do the first quarter with this one. Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Okay, log out, bring in the other one, dead. I'm like, what, what the fuck? What's, what, 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 what's going on? So then I bring in the, the Elementalist one again, dead. I'm like, what? No, come on. So then I bring in the other one, right? The, the Necromancer, bring it in, yawn fest. My, my life's not even moving. Nothing's even happening. And I'm like going back and forth. I'm like, what's the difference? What's going on? And so, you know, it was all about figuring out that kind of stuff. And it was, some of it was the small amount of block chance that I have with the Necromancer because of the um, sharing bone armor. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think the rest of it with the Necromancer just being so tanky is just the value of bone armor itself. Mm-hmm. Right. And for the most part, I thought that would be made up with the uh, Golem perks, right? Like you get 9% more, you get an added 9% of physical damage mitigation that's permanent with, right. with the Elementalist, just with those extra perks. And so it was a lot of fun. I mean, also frustrating, but it was, it was fun from a theory crafting perspective to go back and forth and back and forth and where, where do I put these resists? Can I make the exploding golems work? And it was just loaded with that. And so I was doing some of the free respecking that you do. And, and then, so then when I kind of realized that my Reaper just wasn't, I, I could just be making it with the Necromancer and I would have way more defense with it, like in actual gameplay, I know path of building always tells you the same stuff, but on path of building, it looks identical when you're looking at effective damage mitigation and your effective life pool and all that, they look identical when you have the block chance and bone armor on the necromancer up. And then you have your golem perks up on the other side. It's the numbers are almost the same. So hmm. the fact that they're so different in gameplay is frustrating, but also I find effective health pool in path of building is also like it, it, perfect scenario type. Sure thing. Yeah. But the, the thing is for me, I would have assumed that the Necromancer would have been weaker out of the two because the Necromancer has a three second cooldown for its bone armor skill. 
So there's three seconds of vulnerability and block chance is inconsistent. If I have 40% mm -hmm. block chance of spell and uh, attack, well, there's a 60% chance that it's not working, right? Now, effective health pool in POB does kind of accommodate the chance for things, but then the elementalist, there's no chance. It's just, I always have this perk. The golems are always up and they're just always there. So it was surprising to me that it wasn't the opposite, that the necromancer wasn't weaker and that it was the elementalist. So it was just a lot of fun going back and forth all over the place. Uh, the minion instability elementalist with the golems just didn't work out at all. The four mm. second cooldown is it's just long. way too like I knew it was long, but in gameplay it's eternal. Especially if you're going with that fourth node where you can't use minion instability or you can't use infernal legion, right? It I mean they last longer, which is nice. One thing that was actually really annoying is I was using the chaos golem. And I put the uh, Infernal Legion on the Chaos Golem. The Chaos Golem always spawned behind me, not in front of me. And as soon as it loaded up, it would be like, it would do its little like dance. Like, yeah, it would do like, it would jump up and it would do its spin. So whatever skill it always did first, and then poof, it would die. It never rushed the enemy because the, as oh, soon really? as it spawned, it did a skill that kept it in one spot for about one or two seconds. And then just as it started to move forward, it would explode and it was at its max life and health like i had a full tree it's not very full. useful no and i'm like what's that was it? The so then i would load the stone golem and the first thing it does is roll to an enemy i'm like okay there you go that's better let's get that going so but anyway yeah the four seconds was just too long way too long and even if i was to add the stone golem that gives me the plus three to stone golems mm -hmm. right the one of the new transfigured ones it still wouldn't be enough it's much better to just be able to click and boom, 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 boom. So, yeah. So anyway, it was a great week full of that kind of stuff. And then so I remade my elementalist tree to include to just go with the physical damage mitigation. That's flat. That's not all about armor. Right. So I was going with um, like I, I like stationary and I enjoy being stationary. So I was fine with Arctic armor. Um, there's what seven and that's 21 percent. There's 17, I think, percent physical damage mitigation if you're stationary for or it's nine percent physical damage mitigation if you're stationary from the pantheon there's another eight percent physical damage mitigation if you're surrounded by enemies don't you often have pretty high max res too like don't in a lot of your builds yep. don't you tend yeah, to I'm jump around 81 82 so i mean you would probably gain a lot of benefit out of some of the the crafts then too that are like fizz damage taken as yep definitely yeah. and then well one of the biggest survivable notes that i take is from the protection mastery no armor master uh it's anyway it's 10 percent of your um armor applies to 10 percent of your chaos damage taken and that's that's absolutely huge um so then now you know i was looking at adding endurance charges as well if i was like to use enduring cry yes enemies would come to me but then i would get two more endurance charges as well and then so anyway i ended up getting my physical damage mitigation without armor it was just flat physical damage mitigation to about 68 percent again if i was stationary and then armor would make up the rest of it which isn't bad right and mm -hmm. uh yeah and then that would be even without adding things like immortal call which has a huge amount but then again that's like 50 50 on off type of thing so it was just a lot of fun doing all that kind of stuff and figuring it out, seeing what works, seeing what didn't, and 
really had an enjoyable time this week, but I barely touched my PC character, which I'm looking forward to. I hit 92 easy, which is the highest I've ever been with anything. Um, But yeah, going through and doing all the bosses and all that kind of stuff very easily. They take a while because the triple Reaper build, in my opinion, is not strong enough. It's poorly balanced uh, default wise, right? Just the basic damage that it does. I think it needs to be higher, but I'm really enjoying it. And I'm I think I'm going to. You know, just go to 93 just to make sure I get that checked off and then got to keep on theory crafting, man. It's too exciting. You I don't stop know. playing in 93? It depends. Like I'm, I'm in such a theory crafting mode now that if there's questions that I need answered from a Reaper Necromancer, then obviously I'll be using that. But then if I have questions that I need to my zombie Necromancer to answer, then I go on that. And so, yeah, 93 will be my goal. And then I'm uh, then it's pure theory crafting for me for the rest of the league. Hmm. How about you? Tell me about your week. It was fun. I had a good week. I figured out during our main episode, I think last week, right at the very end, that I had missed one major mastery in order to protect myself from crits. And then, uh, unfortunately, that was after many respects and trying new stuff out and spending a lot of divines trying new builds. So I'm back to my uh, Scourge Arrow Ballistas on my pathfinder and it's been so much fun like this is i've i've i'm 20 percent towards a level 100 i've never ever hand leveled played i've always done five ways when i want to get higher levels i've not done five ways i have done just mapping t11s t7s and t11s to 99 which is crazy and now 20 percent towards 100 Mm. And I'm just doing T11s. Good for you. Uh, It's been, I I actually have been really enjoying this league and the affliction and juicing your maps. And, and, you know, I'm trying to find ways to fit magic find in for fun. And how can I bump up my quantity and my rarity and stuff? And yeah, the build has, I mean, I I headhunter drop this week, which was a lot of fun to have a headhunter drop. That's the second time I've had that happen. Uh, So I made that fit into the build and surprisingly works very well the game is like it's funny when like i can play this game and it runs fantastic but when you start adding in their own mechanics their own skills their own ways things interact it's crazy how shit their game can start to play with their own things you know like i'm just combining their own stuff um yeah, the game can like I can be running a map and if I hit like an abyss with a harbinger or something with headhunter buffs hitting, but I I'm just guessing. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm gonna hit my flask and I'm gonna hopefully be moving. I don't really I don't really and my computer is tanky, so like the idea that my computer is struggling with this stuff is a little weird, but it's been a lot of fun to play. I'm not doing like the crazy sextant thing. I hate sextants. They irritate the absolute crap out of me. I like the idea of just throwing a sextant onto a void zone. That's fine. I don't mind that. But the idea of like, well, if you really want to fully juice, you need this particular sextant and this particular sextant and buying sextants would make me want to just not play anymore. So I'm just going scarabs playing with abyss and I've had so much fun. Like I've had a lot of fun. I was laughing with Josh actually when the headhunter dropped. That it was a funny realization in my head to be like, oh, a headhunter dropped. Now, you know, I think that's so cool for it to actually drop, though. Good for you. You said it earlier, but I didn't want to interrupt. Good for you. And the drops have been good. Like I've had more currency this league than I've probably ever had to the point where I'm just I can I'm just like, oh, that's 
six divines. Okay, no problem. It's like chaos. Like it's if not you've a had big more deal. currency in another league, something's wrong. Yeah, this league is nuts. And Could you invite and me to loot with some of your maps when you're done, and I'm like. <laughs> I go in and I'm like, mm, no, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I'll see like <laughs> 20 million divines out there and I'll just be like, you know, you know what? Like, no, 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 no. The, the, my computer, my, I can't even handle it. Like yeah, I go and click on one. something and my character yeah. can't pick it up. I go yeah. and like refresh my filter and everything's reorganized. Nope. Can't pick it up. Mm -hmm. I had to give Josh the filter that I'm using because he was struggling with just too much stuff on the ground. Even on a currency oh. only filter, it's too much. Well, yeah, you have to turn off alterations, jeweler. Like, I don't see anything. I don't see instilling jewelers, alterations, Val. I could probably even turn off chaos, but uh, yeah, glass blower bobbles. Like, I don't see any of that stuff because when they drop, sometimes they drop like 400 alterations can be on the ground. It's like, well, yeah. And thanks those, for so. putting those all in one spot, GGG. Yeah. Oh, man, the, the scarabs are hilarious. Uh, maps are actually the worst because when a when a conversion happens where it turns them into maps, um, hitting Z, which is the correct way to say Z, uh, hitting Z on the keyboard, which turns off the filter, right, doesn't remove maps. I don't know why the maps, oh, those maps stay on my screen. Yeah. Interesting and wickedly, wickedly annoying because I can't. I can't see I, I can't see around it like not only is it a giant massive list of maps but it's also a glaring yellow you know like the, the things or whatever from them being on the on the ground so but it overall it's been fun like I've found ways to fit things in I've actually had a lot of fun playing around with how do I want these charms to work how can I adjust it do I take this out how can I change up the gear that i'm wearing to try and make some sort of magic finding work like there's some stuff i just can't do because i'm too it's too tight for me like i can't fit a ventnor's ring on which would be a lot of fun to fit one on but i just can't i played with it and it was just not going to work because i need the combination of things uh that i'm using but i've had fun figuring out some new uniques that i've not used before and yeah it's i i've had a lot of fun with this league i know some people don't like Good. the fact that there's the juicing. I had a conversation with with one of our friends this week, and it was about the idea of things being, you know, it's so focused on magic fine. It's so focused on abyss and blah, blah, blah. And and it was just kind of like, well, then don't do that. Like if if you're if you're finding that that's not the thing you want to do or whatever, like, don't don't do it. I wouldn't be doing something if I didn't find it fun. That's going to wreck the game. You know, I, I understand that there is the fact that because of what Abyss provides and the juicing that comes from those spires, there's a weird inflation that's happened in the market, right? Like some things are grossly overpriced, but that also means that some things have become heavily underpriced uh, in comparison to, to past leagues. So yeah, I get it. I get that some people don't like it, but I don't understand how that affects um somebody's way of playing the game I've, I've never really quite understood that like if you don't like it just play it a different way if you I, I like the atlas for me I've never liked abyss never I've we talked about it so many times in past leagues I hate the idea of chasing an abyss the spire part of it has actually made abyss fun for me because I'm like chasing down this thing trying not to kill it which is the hardest part for me is like don't kill the spire when it comes up carefully whittle it down that's really hard to do with headhunter to whittle something down when you've got like 40 headhunter buffs on but that's it's actually made the maps fun for me like they're oh, yeah. it's they're enjoyable but 
the combination of the Defiance neck, the Pro Genesis, and now Headhunter is like like the survivability. I think that's one of the I, I think even if you were dying from time to time, just the amount of XP you can get in this league is bananas. Especially when you're talking Abyss. Like I can actually watch my bar move in a map mm -hmm. at 99. That's crazy. I think I'm getting around four, four to five percent of a level in a T11 map at 99. Wow. Like that's nuts. To actually that's see your bar move at the end of a map. Right. Like it's crazy. So yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun having the amount of currency where you can just kind of like whatever, go and look at whatever you want. But again, this whole idea of like the magic find and people not liking it. I've seen people in our Discord, I've seen people that are focusing on delve and making a boatload of money and currency. Uh people heist. I mean, good lord, if you get some of those bases that drop in heist, they're you'll make way, way, way more currency. I understand they take time and it's obviously chance, but that's Path of Exile. So I would say to people who maybe don't like it or it's not their thing, then don't do it. Like do what makes it fun. I've never, uh, I thought I would burn out and I started to, and that was because of the time I was trying to like totally min max everything with, uh, this is like the most notes I've ever had. I know that's like my hundredth call awesome. of this episode. Sorry, Justin. Uh, no, it's fine, man. Uh, I, um, I did start to burn out when I tried to do the sextant thing. It was awful. It was not fun. I was playing the trade site more than I was doing anything else. And so I swapped it up. I started playing with um, Harvest so I could reroll my scarabs myself. And I was, you know, just doing things to make it so that I could just not fully just elk and go because I do use the regex to make sure that I get the two projectiles just because it makes such a big difference. But it's funny when you get to a certain point with currency. So like I, I go into the regex site and I make it so that... um plus two projectiles will, you know, it gives you this little code that you can use. We talked about this, I think last week or in after dark or whatever, what, but you pick what you want a map modifier to have, and then you paste it into the search bar and then you can just, you know, spam your chaos on a map until, you know, everything lines up. And I've, I've realized that when you play wandering path, you have to be very careful with some of those modifiers because wandering path makes all those map modifiers even stronger yes so i found out the hard way that there's two that really mess me up one is chance for them to avoid poison it's a 50 percent chance i think it can run it rolls between 30 and 50 percent but a 50 percent chance to avoid poison becomes 80 percent chance to avoid poison that makes a map not fun for me at all yeah, really yeah. really bad and then the other one i realized was um a combination of uh, it was like 96% less effective curse as well as the roll is 25% chaos resist, but I can't remember what it becomes. Oh man, it, it like most of my maps take me eight minutes. These ones took me 30 and I was like, why am I in here? I should just freaking reroll it. But what's funny is I use this regex thing, right? So I go to the website, I copy it, I paste it into the thing and then I spam my chaos on it until it lights up, right? Cause it'll just stay grayed right. out until you do. I have probably five or six times i'm working you know sometimes while i'm playing and so i'm dealing with emails or dealing with stuff it's happened a number of times now where i've been dealing with something i've gone back into the game or i've loaded the game back up pasted into the search bar start spamming chaos and i'm like man i'm at like 80 chaos how the fuck am i not hitting the stuff and i pasted in something work related and i'm not even using <laughs> so it's like the search is not even related to the map at all so that's awesome uh, but you know it's i've had i've had fun like it's actually keeping me going i did i was laughing to josh though the idea that when a headhunter drops then it's like oh 
maybe I should start figuring out how to make stuff magic fine. It's like you've gotten a headhunter to drop and now you're kind of thinking, how do I make this more magic findy? Right. Um, but surprisingly, it's been enjoyable. I think I will 100% just be playing until I get to 100 because I'm for sure. I, like, the idea of being the first time I've actually gotten myself to 100 by hand is a really cool feeling, even though I know lots of people are doing it this league. Just for me, that's a really cool, a really cool idea to actually legitimately hit 100. Uh, without well, I, five ways are legitimate ways to do it too, but like to actually be to play it on yourself, yep, yeah, and to get there. And so it's a real one, yeah, it's fun. No, like I've been doing some, are, but you know, yep, I've been doing some mapping with Josh and trying to help him figure out his build and things that he can do. And it's, it's been, yeah, it's been fun. And, and I, I think I mentioned this last week or maybe a couple weeks ago, but finding new things about builds that I don't know because I've never, I've not done the Pathfinder route. Like this is all relatively new, finding new ways that people do stuff and then finding out how I can maybe make that work. It's, it's actually been a lot of fun because I'm sure. learning about new mechanics, new uniques and how they interact with each other. Like, you know, I, I was seeing how people use certain unique boots where it caps your, you, you're always assumed to have full, all of your charges. So you always have full endurance, um, uh, Power all three of the charges. And then how you can then use other stuff to turn. I, I did turn this off because of Headhunter now, but like turning my frenzies instead to affliction charges, but because there's a belt that does that, but you're still counted as having full frenzy charges as well. So the belt makes it so instead of gaining a frenzy charge, you gain affliction charges, but because of the boots, you always still have all six frenzy charges up. And so that it's, you know, like yeah. those things are, it's kind of fun to figure that out and trying to find ways to, you know, max out my poison chance, but also not, that's the, one of the biggest struggles I've had is my chance to poison. Obviously I need it to be a hundred, but that's where I'm struggling to figure out how to fit in rings. And I, I don't know, I just, I'm finding that quite fun to try and find, you know, figure out new ways. And I don't have any desire to try a new build because I'm actually having fun. That's awesome. With this style Normally play, you do so. burn out of a build. So that's exciting. Yeah. Do you, I thought I would have, are you gaining poison chance just from jewels or are you, um, like Snake are you, bite almost entirely from snake oh, so you're not using herald of agony no uh, and so i when i switched over to snake bite um gloves that made because i was originally using i can't remember what the chest is called but there's a chest that um increases your chance to poison as well um so when i switched off the chest i gained way more damage granted i've removed that chest now because i'm um trying the magic find one out unless i get into a really tough map then i put on my i think it's uh I can't remember what cloak it is, but it adds a level 29 added chaos right. to your links, which is bananas damage. Like that damage increase is monstrous, but I needed the uh, chance to poison. And so I got that from the snake bite, which is a 60% chance to poison when you're, I don't know if it's based off frenzy charges. I can't remember, but yeah, I'm also playing with temp chains and despair. And so trying to find ways to fit that in because I had to fit the despair onto the ring, which makes it really tough to replace the other ring because I'm so starved for int and strength and trying to make those two work has been a bit tough. Um, and I could probably dump the defiance um, neck piece, but I'm scared too because that gain whatever 39% of missing unreserved missing life every time you're hit before you're hit is massive. I'm not sure the, yeah, I'm not sure if the progenesis is enough to make up for me losing that and i don't want to die because dying sucks so and it's working so i'm like well that's the joy the, the of 100 thing, you can play around with your amulet once you hit 100 yeah 
But also, like, uh, I was talking to Josh about it, like the idea of Magic Find. I know that everybody's talking about it and that stuff's worth a lot, but I wasn't using Magic Find stuff when I got most of my stuff. Like, I was just using the Affliction mechanic and just playing. And if you can clear the map fast enough, like, I cannot, and I do find this part still frustrating, I cannot do tier 14, 15, 16s. I can't. Yeah, it, like, Affliction can buff mobs to a point that is silly and i i do feel like they've they've not hit the point with that with how they tune it but i don't know the solution to that either because if you make it easier then you've made the farming of the lower tier maps even easier so i i don't really know where that i, I don't know where that balance is but it trying to farm tier 14 15 16 maps to gain the benefit of the altars with the uh with the affliction stuff uh, is very difficult like you really have to have a very specific type of build to be able to do especially abyss if you're doing like the abyss spires with yeah. it, with affliction so well I, I don't even know if it's just with abyss either though i think just in general a t like a, when i did my atlas com progression i did not touch affliction through red maps it was impossible i couldn't kill stuff and i find that now like well maybe i can kill stuff i also can just randomly be one shot which is insane to me with crit reduction to zero because it's poisoned with progenesis running with the defiance with with all the levels of defense that i have the idea that i can be one shot is i don't know it's it's definitely another league where i've really hated the fact that there's no information after you're dead yeah so but in general though i am actually having a lot of fun with affliction i think i think the the one thing i mentioned last week or the week before that i do am a little bit upset about is there's no new end thing there's nothing new to the end game itself right yeah, they didn't like King of the Mist doesn't count because first off, you you find him from time to time. It's relatively rare. And besides the besides the uh, jewel, there's nothing. I also don't get it. I don't know if you found the King of the Mist yet. Just randomly in a Wildwood, you can find him just randomly and you fight him because it's not his stronghold. It's just him there. I don't know what his connection is with ritual, but he always drops a ritual vessel. Uh, why? I don't I don't get why. Like, it feels like they go, oh, we added harvest. We had a beyond. These things are in the, the wildwood. You can find it, get a random harvest beast and you get a boatload of stuff. You can find a beyond boss and you get the beyond, you know, the tainted stuff. They were like, where do we fit ritual? And oh, I just give it to the king. Like, I, unless there's something I don't understand. that vessel? It's a filled vessel, right? No, it's not a filled oh, vessel. Oh, so he's not even blank. guaranteed to be, really? It's just a blank Weird. ritual vessel that you would you then use on the next map when you're going to do a ritual. So like I, it seems like a weird drop to combine with him. That would be cool if he was in it. If yeah. It was a filled vessel with him, but it's not. It's just a blank mm. ritual vessel. So, so you've killed him? Uh, yeah, I've killed him quite a few times, and then I helped Josh kill him so that he could get the. It was really funny, actually. We, I was mapping with him yesterday, and he says, uh, "I don't. How do I unlock the last slot for the primalist?" He's playing the primalist. He's like, "I don't get how I unlock the last slot for my charm," and I'm like, "What? Do you, I did." I did the king with you and then we went and found the thing. I said, you got to just talk to the NPC. He's like, I thought I did, but I said, well, let's go into the Wildwood. We go in the Wildwood I'm, and we actually found the, the NPC again. I'm like, just talk to her and, and turn the quest in. He's like, I talked to her and she's just giving me the option to buy stuff or, or choose the Wildwood Ascendancy. And I'm like, do you have a quest on the right hand side of your, of your map? And he's like, no. And I'm like, I pull up my thing and I'm like, guy, did you take? Do you have this the did you take the skill for like opening chests with war cries? And he starts to laugh. 
He's like, I thought I would get all of them (laughs) in the prime list. If you want all three slots, you got to go just down and up instead of Mm -hmm. taking that one for the war. I was like, you don't even war cry. Why did you take that skill? So that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But yeah, there there are parts. I I wish that there was a better. um, I wish it was tuned a bit better so that I could run the 14, 15, 16s because I do like the altars. I think the altars add a lot to the game, but I can't do it. I can't play affliction and do it. And that's. I'm not sure that it's fair to say that that's because my build sucks because I feel like they've just buffed the damage so much on these things that they do so much when they come out. Yeah. So anyway, it's been, I've had a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed affliction. I think it needs some tuning fixes, but otherwise uh, for me, it's been enjoyable. It's brought me back and kept me playing the game and that's been fun. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. I'm glad you're having a really good Mm -hmm. time with the same build that you started off with. Oh, well, quote unquote, started off with. and. Good for you. I'm very happy for you. And congrats on your sweet drops. Yeah, it's been fun. I still want uh, a mirror. It's like the one thing I've never had drop before. And I know I probably won't ever, but I'm like, every time I get a bunch of blue juice, I'm like, this is the one. That's right. This is the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Cool. I hope you get it, Just. I hope you get it. Then you can never retire, but retire on top. I'm going to sell it and buy nothing. Look at all my divines. That's right. Well, (laughs) sell it for chaos. That's what I, the chaos is the best. Who needs divines for anything? I wonder how you could, I wonder if you could put one on trade for alterations. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Uh, right. All right, let's wrap this up. Are you good with that? Yeah, man. Forever Exiled, episode 222. I'm Justin AK Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. Patrons, we will see you tonight with our wives and our friends and everybody else. We'll see you next week in 223. Don't forget to hit the five-star button on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I always forget to say it, but we love you for doing it. Uh, more information down below, foreverexiled.com, Twitter, foreverexiled82, Discord. Come join our Discord. It's so much fun. It's awesome. It's such a great community. And uh, Patreons, other ways to support the podcast, you'll find them down below. That was the slowest I've ever done that outro. But uh, that's where everything is. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We love you. Love you. Oh, you made it. <laughs> <laughs>